0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to my show. I'm Tiffany Blackman, my so-called fabulous. Welcome, welcome, everyone. It is so great to talk to you today and bring you something that I am. I am an influencer. I've had this conversation with you, and I was actually with a friend yesterday. She was like, what does that mean? I mean, she doesn't have an Instagram, so of course she doesn't know what that means, but what is an influencer? But I have, I'm bringing to you today, we have been friends since our twenties and, um, I am 56. Um, and Tanya Foster, I have to stumble around because I want to call her Tanya Smith because that's when I knew her. We knew each other in the dance world, but everyone, welcome. Welcome. Tanya Foster. Thank you for having me, Tiffany Tacker. <laughs> Tiffany Tacker, little <laughs> Tiffany Tacker is what she knew me as this boy. But we lost track through the years because we were working with Joyce Pennington and American Drill Team in summers. I was in the summers working because I had a drill team teaching in Waxahachie. And you were working through college, right? Yeah, yeah. I started working for Joyce like between every summer, between
1: every summer and all my college years. And then I continued on while we were both in education. And then, um, had the privilege of working with Joyce when we started the Dallas Maverick dancers for the
0: Dallas Mavericks back in the day. That's right. Oh my gosh. The dancers, are they still? No, they disbanded no. last year. They oh dear. Nah, oh gosh. I just got chills talking about that. Okay. All right. So that's how we met. So we were laughing because, um, and we'll get to our influencing, but we were laughing earlier because we would teach out in the hot sun. Uh, we we're teaching gl- t- dance classes or dance Well, how how about that? We were teaching drill team and dance. Pardon me, sorry. And um, we were
1: laughing so hard. I got a frog in my throat. Uh, We would be the summer, like summer of 87, summer 88, summer 89, all those years. And we would teach drill team and dance camp during the summer for drill teams that came to learn all the routines at SMU (laughs) and all over, actually, quite frankly, we would travel and do everywhere. everywhere, But SMU is what I specifically remember what we (laughs) were laughing about. And you would teach in the gym spaces or really quite frankly, anywhere. Sometimes you taught outside, yes, in leotards and tights and leg warmers, and it would be a hundred degrees as I recall. And- if you weren't teaching, you were watching somebody else teach their class because you were going to help hand out ribbons, remember? Mm -hmm. And, um, but then we would also get called to the SMU Mustang field to watch the marching guys teach marching. Um, if you don't know what that is, a lot of drill teams march with the marching band for halftime and they march what's called eight to five, eight strides to five yards. Um, And we would have to sit on the sidelines in the heat in the summer. I will never forget this and watch to make sure all those girls were here in their yard. Lines. Remember the guys hit on the hit on on the the five is Mm -hmm. what the guys would teach us to do, and we had the ribbons to hand out for marching. And I remember this so well. Tiffany and I were laughing. (laughs) You may not know this about Tiffany; she is so health conscious, and she's like, you know, does everything about nutrition. I, of course, back in the day in my twenties, knew nothing. And I vividly remember looking over at Tiffany, and she was sitting there as we were sitting on the SMU Mustang field in a hundred degree heat, which probably with that astroturf. Radiated oh. about 150 degrees, quite frankly. Um, and Tiffany would have a Ziploc bag of frozen grapes. I mm-hmm. don't know why it's true. <laughs> a, as her snack. And we, I would look at her and go, What is that? And she was like, Oh, it's grapes. It's a healthy snack. And I put them in the freezer. And that way they're nice and chilled for when I sit out here in the heat. Of course, I look at my bag and I probably had, I'm not kidding you, a Hostess Ding Dong or a Twinkie. <laughs> Maybe both. I probably had no expiration date on them. And I was like, that was my snack. Because, you know, that was before there were even like protein bars or anything like that. But I might have had some Doritos. I'm not quite sure. Pringles. Um, (laughs) Some Pringles, whatever. Whatever was fitting in my bag. (laughs) Probably a real Coke, not even a Diet Coke, or a real Dr. Pepper. Certainly not any water for me. Tiffany's over
0: there with the frozen grapes and a, a water before drinking water was even hip. That's right. It, it, I mean, and I continue on and, and people, my, my followers and listeners go, yep, that's her. That's the weirdo. <laughs> For sure. You were ahead of the trend. You had trend. I only clued in at the time. Right? Oh my goodness. If I only knew. Right. So. Tanya, through the years, now Fourteen, how long, 14 years? Have you been? To, uh, no, how no, long? No, I've been doing it since twenty fourteen. So it's it's as we were discussing. What year is it? It's twenty twenty one. So it's been seven and a half years. Seven and a half years. So um, I was watching you. When you started your blog back in 2014, Kennedy was probably in junior high, I guess, or high school, uh, early high school. And um, I thought, oh gosh, that is so cool. And I admired you and I was watching you. And that was when it was just, I mean, no one was really doing this. I mean, you were talking about who you were following, but just so admired. And I thought, gosh, I want to do that someday. But at the time I was just trying to get my child through high school, volunteering, doing junior league, doing every, all these things. And I, couldn't focus on it, but I had written cookbooks. I have three cookbooks. So people would stop and go, oh my gosh, what's your Instagram? Well, I have a Facebook. And I was embarrassed because I didn't have an Instagram and I would have, should have all my food and books on there. But I, and my daughter said, mom, you got to do it. I said, when I do it, I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it right. So we finally did it. Her senior year, we well, it's been long. It's been, I guess, her senior year, and it just was a hobby. Mm-hmm. You know, we just started putting pictures on there and tried to make them pretty and look at the feed and. And then it turned into a business. It does. It's funny how that happens. It all starts as a hobby and then it just takes off. So tell us, tell us how you started.
1: I started, um, it was the year 2014. I launched in January that year. And PJ was our last one was a senior in high school and he was, you know, already deciding where he was going to college. And I thought to myself, we're about to be empty nesters and I have got to figure out what my next, what my next thing is in life. You know, what, what is my next chapter? I've always worked or I've always volunteered or... I've always done something. I don't sit idle very well. And um, I tell you, Tiffany, that perfectionist thing, it comes from dance. Yes. You know, it really does. You want everything perfect. Perfect. Um, five, six, seven, eight. Yes, exactly. Always. You know what I say about dancers is that they live life in an eight count.
0: And dancers live their life in an eight count.
1: They do. Do you ever notice that?
0: I absolutely do. I cook one, two, three, four, five, six. Eight. Exactly. Or you, and
1: when you're walking, you're kind of really subconsciously <laughs> counting. Did I take up. eight strides? Did I not? Is that something? Isn't that funny? Could you? Hey, this is sidebar. Can you go to an exercise class, and if they are not on the correct beat, can you participate? I'm I'm disgusted. I know, I cannot. I'm I like, can't.
0: She does not even know where the five six seven eight is. I must exit immediately. I'm the counter. I'm, I know. I'm right. The, one. Yes, Two. Right. That, that's I. I was in before COVID. I was in. My friend was in her Pilates class, and they would always say, "Where's that lady that counts all the time? <laughs> we need her because <laughs> they weren't or they're
1: were off beat or something." So yeah. Yes. Definitely. Right. But you know what I'm talking about? Like I when do. they they're giving the five, six, seven, eight, but it's really on the one, two, three, four. Yes. I'm like, nope. I'm out. Can't yes. do it. Yes. Yes. Um, so I, um, see, I digress. What was I saying? Anyway, I was PJ, thinking was a senior. P- PJ was a senior in high school and, um, he was leaving to go to college. And I was like, what is my next act? And I thought at the time, Tiffany, all I saw was 20 year olds, nothing wrong with this blogging. Nobody was called an influencer. Everyone was called a blogger. No one was, that was not even a term. And all I saw was them posing, posting super cute outfits, from forever 21. Right. Or something like that. And I thought, okay, well, that's cute, but that's how much experience do you have to talk about style and where to find things and stuff like that? And honestly, probably they had ton. They knew what they were doing, Mm -hmm. quite frankly. You just look look to young people, you'll figure it out. And I just remember thinking, I'm going to start a blog, but I'm going to keep it appropriate for like 40 and above, 40 year, year olds and above, was my thinking. At the time, everybody had a kitschy name. Like you had to have a kitschy name. So I was coming off of running the Dallas International Film Festival and doing a bunch of film work, which is really my passion. And so I called it Film Fashion Fun, meaning all the things I love. I love film. I love fashion and I love to have fun. That's and in right. my mind, that was like, that was the perfect way to call it. So it was filmfashionfun.com. Mm-hmm. And on Instagram, it was film plus fashion plus fun, but I think it was all one word. I can't even remember. And for the first year, it operated that way. And I would really try to cover, I didn't even really know what my niche was at the time. I was just like, what I had on. I mean, oh, Tiffany and I were talking earlier. My first posts on my blog are so horrendous that I can't believe anybody followed me. I'm sure they were like, I would have Pete, my husband, take a picture of me before I was leaving for an event in the backyard dead grass against a weathered fence. And it wasn't even cute. It wasn't even like, It just was horrible, quite (laughs) frankly. I don't even know why anybody even liked that picture or (laughs) followed me or thought that I had any kind of fashion sense whatsoever. I was just living in the moment and posting. And at the time when I started, um, I even felt late to the game. Certainly, there wasn't a lot of people in my age Age. demographic Mm -hmm. doing it. There were a lot of 20-year-olds doing it. So I um, went to lunch with Suzanne Drose of Droz PR is a dear friend of mine. We both were in Cattle Brands Ball. We both chaired it. And I thought, well, some PR person is probably going to know what to do maybe I'll go take her to lunch and pick her brain. I took her to lunch, uh, met with her and she said, you know, I don't know a lot about this industry, but I have a friend that just moved here from LA that has some kind of blog. Her name's Lindsay Eaton and she is Tomboy KC or half of Tomboy KC. And she goes, I really think you should take her to coffee and just pick her brain. Okay. I did. But furthermore, in my conversation with Suzanne Rose, she said, yes, there's absolutely room in this industry for, um, for you to blog, but here are the things we would suggest you do from a PR standpoint. And I, I wrote this down and never forgot it. She said at least one time a week, if you're going to blog five times a week, it has to be about something that's not about you. So make it about an event, make it about something philanthropic in Dallas, make it about, you know, something you discovered, make it about something that is not just a picture of you standing there Mm -hmm. that resonated with me. She said, be 100% authentic always. You, your followers will call you out immediately if they don't feel like you're being authentic. Third, speak your truth and speak to what you know about. So for example, At that time when I started, I didn't need to talk about Forever 21. It's not where I shopped. I didn't have a tie-in to my kids because they were in co- going to college or in college. My daughter was already there and it's not what I wore. So why talk about it? So that was speak your truth. And then she said, consistency. She said, you, you have to be consistent to establish a following. And I literally wrote all that down and took it. I mean, I'm a very literal person anyway. Mm-hmm. And I just said, okay, this is what I gotta do. I'll do it. And if you want to think about this in this way, I just never ever thought I couldn't make it. I just was like, I'm going to start and this is going to be a thing. I'm Mm -hmm. just going to go for it. Sort of like a racehorse putting on the blinders and just getting out of the chute. Mm -hmm. That's what I did. I didn't think, it it didn't occur to me that it wouldn't be successful. Also, I wasn't relying on it to be my income Income. and I'm not the breadwinner of my household. Um, So I, at the time, was doing some nonprofit consulting and making money that way. This truly was my hobby. This was like my fashion sense. This was like my fun hence the Film Fashion Fun. And then I did take Lindsay Eaton to coffee numerous times. At the time, she had a blog. She just moved here from LA because her husband got a job. He's an attorney. And um, she actually is from Oklahoma, went to UT undergrad and went to Pepperdine Law. She was an attorney in LA and started her own blog called Law of Fashion. And all it was was what she would wear for Casual Friday because literally no attorney knew what to wear for Casual Friday. It threw them for such a loop that she was putting together outfits and posting about what she would wear for Casual Friday as an attorney. Wow. She then met Katie Cassidy. Do you remember David Cassidy? Yeah. Of the Partridge family? Yes, I do. Katie Cassidy is his daughter. Might have had a poster. Uh, maybe. Could have, could have been <laughs> uh, back in the day. Wow. Katie Cassidy is his daughter. And she's an actor and they became friends in LA and they started Tomboy KC together. Tomboy KC being Katie Cassidy. Wow. And um, they started that blog together. And it was really about kind of Tomboy style because Katie's a real tomboy. Mm-hmm. Um, she's an actor. She's on a show called Arrow. I don't know. I don't know that whole superhero world, but I think she's a big deal. Anyway, um, as I'm having coffee with Lindsay, I have a notebook with me. You'll laugh at this, Tiffany. I, she is saying things to me. And I am just making notes so quickly. I can't even write so fast. She is saying things like, get your blog started. And at this point, I'd started. So I'm just taking her to coffee and lunch and picking her brain. This is year one of my blog. So this is all of 2014. And she is saying things like, you need to check your SEO and make sure you're optimized for this. I would write that down and she, she might as well have been speaking Russian. Oh, I did not even, I didn't, was a, what, I was a, what is this SEO thing? I don't mm-hmm. know, but I would write it down and then go back to my website guy and say, this is what she said to do. And he's like, okay, yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Fortunately, he knew what she was talking about. Right. And then she would say, you know, and she said to me, and this, for some reason, this was not daunting to me, Tiffany, but she said to me, you're going to write for a solid year before any brand discovers you. Mm -hmm. And she goes, and you're going to write for free. Yeah, You're not going to charge anyone. So just write from the heart and start discovering what you like. Just truly authentically start. Like, I mean, I think one blog post was my favorite candle scent. Right, ridiculous at this point. Did think back on it, but that way. But truly, just writing about being an empty nester, kids going to college. I mean, it was all over the place. I wrote about a lot of Dallas events at the time because I was going to them, so that kind of took off. And she, I just, it never occurred to me, like, oh, are you kidding? Then never mind. Mm-hmm. I just went for it. Right. it didn't, I didn't, I thought, well, that must be how it is for every blogger. Mm-hmm. Nobody gets paid in the beginning. No. Um, and I just authentically did that and I just kept meeting her for coffee, treating her every time because for her time sure. is valuable. Obviously she at the time was still running Tomboy KC, um, we're still very good friends and she then, um tomboy casey is no longer a thing i think anyway anyway she got out of the blogger world she now is one of the partners in estate five a management company for bloggers and influencers Mm -hmm. because she knew where this was going obviously smart cookie i mean they started that two or three years ago it's really taken off um and i just always met her and wrote down every single thing she said and i was asking questions like when will i get to go to a conference i mean I've written like, you know, 20 blog posts and I'm like, when do I get to go to a conference? She's like, okay, pump the brakes on that. Maybe that might happen in a year. Um, I mean, she was just 100% honest with me. She's a straight shooter. Mm -hmm. I mean, I really, what what I love about her, she's not going to sugarcoat anything. Mm -mm. I just kept making notes. Um, I just followed her lead. I just, and I did what Suzanne said, which was, that's where the five days a week came in blogging five days a week. She said, be consistent. So I was consistent. Um, I literally, I, did, I didn't I did think to question it. Thank, thankfully, as I was telling you earlier, Tiffany, I was subscribed to two blogs. The two I was subscribed to, which I don't even remember how I subscribed to them, quite frankly, or how I found right. those two, were blogging five days a week and had a very aspirational aesthetic. So I just started following that lead. Thankfully, I wasn't following somebody who was just a complete nincompoop. <laughs> right right exactly could have fall that lead exactly. and it could have been a disaster went down the wrong rabbit
0: hole exactly i know it's all the same amount of work so are you so you still this has been the debate with us five days a week because i i look at you i look at alicia wood i look at i mean katie mcfarland mm-hmm. and um i would i have been blogging five days a week but podcasting, teaching cooking classes, you know, doing all these different things and just like, where is the time? Right. But consistency. So it's a good. I, we're still trying to find our niche, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think the niche evolves
1: quite frankly. Mm-hmm. So I still block five days a week. Yes. But as the seven and a half years have gone by, but by the way, I'm so I so admire you for doing a podcast. I mean, people have mentioned that to me. I'm like, oh, that's like, a. am not dipping my toe in that water. Sorry, no, I can't take on one (laughs) more thing. And there's so many great ones out there like yours. Happy to be a guest. Don't want to, don't want to (laughs) run one. I think you have to just, as in anything else, remember I started as an empty nester. Mm -hmm. So I was no longer driving carpool. I was no longer MPTA. I was no longer doing all those things. I then shifted quickly from the way mine, You know, it it was not an overnight success. I literally wrote for that first year with no expectations. But then when it took off, it's because of the consistency. Then my site numbers became better. Then brands will find... And this is what Lindsay said. She goes, those brands are going to find you if you're doing a good job. And they did. Mm -hmm. And then it was a little bit like, I'm sure you saw um, all the Harry Potter movies. Mm -hmm. You know, when they arrive at the train station and the train's about to go to Hogwarts and they're on the platform... If you don't get on, you don't get to go. Right. It was a little bit like I was on the platform and the train was taking off. And I was like, holy moly, we got to get going. You know, it just, it got, it just took off. And once one brand finds you, more brands find you. It's just a a domino effect is what it is. Um, But that all goes back to being consistent and doing the job. So as far as blogging five days a week, we still do. It's, you know, back in the day, it was all about the blog. And the social media, Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all that was just, I mean, there was no, was there, I mean, there was Pinterest, but nobody was really... F- no one. People yeah. went there for recipes. Yes. Um, You know, but I... There was no Snapchat. There was no TikTok. TikTok No, all that wasn't around. Mm -hmm. None of that was around. And back in those days, Instagram was really just a place to park a picture. Mm -hmm. There were not any DMs. People forget that that has all been added on. (gasps) All that Instagram stories, there was none of that, Mm -hmm. which is why people were on Snapchat. Um, So it really, back in the day, you would write a blog post and one picture would go to Instagram, one would go to Facebook, and one would go to Twitter. And that was kind of your marketing Of your blog post. Right. I was speaking with Amber Events Box a couple of weeks ago, and we're talking about how this market has really inverted itself to be like, now my blog supports what I'm talking about on social media. And that's just a growth factor. That's just, you have to ebb and flow with this industry. Technology is a... Personality, and you you can't just get stuck in doing things one way. So yes, we still blog five di- five days a week. But I will say that brands come to me mostly for an Instagram post and Instagram stories with a swipe up. Mm-hmm. You know, I may talk about it on the blog or I may not. It used to be they would come to me for the sponsored post on the blog, right? Right. Absolutely. So you just have to, you have to flow with it. It's just, it
0: is what it is. It's a beast that you're not going to change. I do. You were um, speaking at Audrey Dollins, which we both use as photographer and she's my brand manager. You were speaking at her event, January, I believe, or Mm -hmm. February. Mm -hmm. And, um, I remember asking you, how do you grow at this point? Because at 11, one or whatever I am this morning, lose some gain some. I mean, it's just so crazy. I'm like, who's, who's, who's unfollowing me? And don't get caught up in that. But I remember you saying, you know, the TikTok and reels, this is new. And so now I did what you said and now I've gone viral on TikTok, but I don't know why, you know?
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, sometimes you just have to go
0: with it. And I'm so glad you did what
1: I said to do because I didn't even, I've got my name on TikTok, but we did nothing with it. We just got Tanya Foster blog in Mm -hmm. case. Uh, My assistant, Laura, and I were at um, a Disney influencer trip in... Okay. Let me think. COVID was last year. (laughs) February of 2020 before shutdown. Yes. And they were saying to get on TikTok, get on TikTok, but think about what you're going to do on TikTok. And we both just got so overwhelmed. We're like, let's just grab the name. Let's figure this out later. If For for a nanosecond, we thought we'd put the pets on there. Mm -hmm. But again, it's work. It doesn't just happen. It doesn't happen, people. It doesn't just happen. (laughs) So I have to pick and choose What I'm going to focus on, we've decided to focus on reels. Mm -hmm. It really helps us in our numbers. It helps us get attention. Also, it helps show the movement of clothes, which is my real intent. Right. Instead of just a static picture on Instagram. So I think you just, you know, there's 24 hours in a day, Uh, even for Beyonce. She got 24 too. She's got it. You just have to know how to slice and dice it and focus on is this going to move my business forward? Is this what the brand wants from me? Is this good content? What is the flow of this? Like, do I have something sponsored tomorrow? Do I need to break it up with something else? It's kind of the 10,000 foot view. By the way, I love Audrey Dolan. She's an amazing photographer. I love that you use her as a brand manager. Um, I've been with her for several years and she just cranks out awesome work. Mm. Um, I will say, I grew during a time when it was easier to grow and those, you know, but even for me, I'm like at 99.6 and I'm constantly like, am I ever going to get to a hundred thousand followers? And sometimes I, some days I get there and then like people fall off and I go back down. So it, it, no matter where you are in your numbers, everybody wants more, right. nobody wants less, Oh no, obviously, but I grew during a time, I specifically remember this. I don't know if I said this at the seminar or not, cause I think we got into like, do you have to do giveaways? Back in the day, because I specifically remember being in Germany trying to figure out the what time I had to post because everybody was posting uh, on US time and I had to get up in the middle of the night to do it. We there's a great influencer named Lindsay Zorick down in Houston that I met at our reward cell conference. And she gathered some of her. I mean, there was like five of us in this giveaway, and we all pulled our money together and gave away a Louis Vuitton duffel bag, a brand new one. So it was pretty expensive to, you know, put the money in and do it. That one giveaway between the five of us, we all got like ten thousand followers. Oh my stars! Okay, well, think about it. It was like twenty fourteen. It yes. was when this was all new, and every yes. you know, and it, people really wanted to win, and they it was before loop giveaways and before you had to follow forty people and yes. you know any of that stuff. So I will say it was easier to grow in the big. But those people, as I say, Alicia Wood of Alicia Wood lifestyle. And I am another amazing blogger talk about this all the time. Those are not necessarily real people. They are real, right. but they're there f- to try to win something. Sure. And then they don't unfollow you. So they don't fall off, but they're not commenting. They're not liking yeah. your pictures. They're just, they're kind of, um, a number. They're a number. So what I say to anybody, I was talking to Janet from, um, Oh, she's got the longest handle, something gardenia, Janet, (laughs) Janet with a gardenia. Um, We had coffee on Friday and we were both saying this, that no matter what your number is, Tiffany, on social media, it's just a number. What really matters is, do your followers trust you? Do they think you're being honest? And if you have their trust and you are being honest, that is golden. Mm -hmm. And that's not for sale. No. So that is not number driven. And I think brands will realize that
0: about you, no matter what your number is. You know, um, it's interesting to say that because I had someone, I love this laundry detergent. I love it. Um, I've fallen in love with it because I was like, okay, I'm going to get away from the chemicals. And I found this woman in Wimberley. And um, I, every Saturday is my laundry day. So I do this consistently every Saturday, something about laundry. And so I started using it and I had about five followers ask me, is this? Are you getting paid for this? Mm-hmm. Do you really believe in this? Mm-hmm. Are you? Do you really use that? I mean, so that was my epiphany of going, okay. And I said, I'm not getting paid for this. This is something I found and and sought out. This woman, and I believe in this. And then I thought they're really listening and they're curious. Is it paid? Or is it not paid? But I'm, I'm interested to know where that conversation happened. Where? Mm-hmm. On direct messages. On direct messages mm-hmm. in Instagram
1: stories. Yes. So that's why I call the people who are with me on Instagram stories, however many thousands are watching your hundreds or mm-hmm. whatever it is, that's why I call them my Tanya tribe yeah. because they are truly with me 100%. If someone's taking the time to watch your stories, they are interested in what you have to say. The reason I asked you that is. I wanted to know if they said it to you in an Instagram comment or mm-hmm. did they say it to you in a comment on the blog or did they say it to you in a, you know, I didn't know if you did a podcast about it or what, or, yeah. but
0: that is who your barometer is. That's it. Right. Right. The stories, you do a lot of stories. I do a I, do lot too. Of I mean, stories. Audrey is on I me mean, like, you don't have enough stories up. Let's go. Let's right. go. And, and I thought, and everyone listening too, who cares what I'm doing? Who, who cares? People care. Who cares? And that my number's just... Right. People do care. You know,
1: it's interesting. Mine really took off during COVID because I leaned in. Yes. We were all stuck at home and we all kind of needed to know how we were all getting through it. Mm-hmm. So I leaned in and started talking a lot more to camera during COVID because, listen, I was stuck home like everybody Peter. else was. Sure. Um, and I think that was relatable. Mm-hmm. to be like, okay, here's how I'm getting through today. I went ahead and got up and put my makeup on and did my hair and put on a cute outfit. It's kind of loungy, but it's cute right? because I need some normalcy in my life. Right. Well, that started resonating. Mm-hmm. And then those people hung with me and that's how the Tanya tribe kind of happened. And quite frankly, that's who you need to tune into because that's who's listening. I say to my followers in Instagram stories, if you don't see me talking to camera at least once a day, I've been kidnapped and helped. something's wrong.
0: (laughs) Where'd she go? Wow. Yeah. Because
1: they know I'm going to be on. I'm either going to tell you to get up and move your body in the morning, Mm -hmm. or I'm going to tell you that I'm driving to Fort Worth to meet a friend to do a special project, or you're going to see me. But if I'm not talking to camera once a day, at least once a day, something is very wrong. Now, if I'm on a plane for eight hours, I might be Mm -hmm. off a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But also this is what Instagram stories is not. Hear me loud and clear, not you, Tiffany, but your audience. Instagram stories is not you just screenshotting a bunch of stuff and putting up pictures and saying, swipe up for this, or here's the detergent or here, whatever. If you cannot explain why you need a why, why you're loving the detergent, Mm -hmm. why you're using it, why you're... Uh, why you host a podcast, whatever the why is, Mm -hmm. if you can't explain it, don't throw up pictures and do a swipe up. I see so many influencers do that. Just using Instagram stories as a tool for a swipe up. Here's why it doesn't work. I mean, yes, do do it. I do about right. five a night. I mean, I have a rhythm. Mine has a rhythm, my Instagram stories. I start every morning with something positive or an affirmation and tell you what day it is. Because, you know, I'm on there so much that the 24 hours goes oh, yeah. together. And you're together. like, did she say this yesterday or did she mm-hmm. say this today? Because mm-hmm. you don't necessarily look to see when I posted it. Right. So every morning, something inspirational and it'll tell you what day it is. And I started that during COVID and then I just never stopped because everybody really liked it. Then my day is pretty chronological um i may post it later like mm-hmm. i'm probably will post a thing sure. together later or whatever but it's pretty chronological and it tells a story and then in the evening is when i'll probably post five things that are in my like to know it app that i want to just call out attention to i usually show you what i have, uh, during the day i'll tell you what i've on for the day um In the evening, I'll do five swipe ups to here. This is on sale or this is a cute collage or this is what I had on today. Somebody asked about it. And then I go into funny memes at night to end the day. And I will always say good night on the last Mm -hmm. meme. It could be 9 p.m. It could be 12 p.m. I don't know when it's going to be, but I will say good night on the last one so that you know we have now bookmarked my day. Okay. So Instagram stories, Courtney Kerr told me this who I think is an amazing influencer, mm-hmm. she's like, you know, a, a, an OG, um, said it's called Instagram stories for a reason. Tell a story. Perfect. Right? And Absolutely. if you just remember that, it comes easily. Mm-hmm. Yes. It shouldn't be forced. It shouldn't be perfect.
0: Right. You know, oh, if your face wake up. is
1: broken no. out and you need to treat it, tell them how you treated
0: it. Exactly. Be honest. That's right. And, you know, I didn't realize, I read an article recently in the Wall Street Journal talking about stories mm-hmm. and how important stories are. And um, I was like, okay. Wall Street Journal is talking about this. So It's just,
1: it's, you know, it's a little bit of voyeurism, Mm -hmm. but that's okay. It's not like we're watching somebody else have sex. Right. It's not that kind of voyeurism. It's not like we're looking across, you know, with a pair of bidoculars into our neighbor's window. Exactly. It's, we're looking into somebody else's life. And nine times out of 10, it's, I feel much more normal watching her. Okay. She has those feelings too. Mm -hmm. And you know what we lost during COVID? Connectivity. Right. So I think it really helped to lean in to stories and connect with people. But, I, I'm the only one in my Instagram. I don't even let my assistant get in. Um, to, I mean, I'm the only one posting in Instagram stories and posting to my Instagram and I'm the only one answering DMs. Right, it's one hundred percent me, and I feel that passionate about it because I feel that connectivity with my followers. Absolutely,
0: no one can really speak like and write and speak my language, and I've done that since day one. Because there was an option at one point: do you want me to answer your comments? No, no, Mm. no, 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 no. You don't write like me. You don't speak like me. So, so that's that's me. Everyone, that's me. (laughs) That's definitely me. And learning, learning how to. how to do the stories. And honestly, it's like I was telling you earlier, who cares? People obviously care because they are following along. We are getting the numbers and people, the views and everything. So it's so interesting. I had someone ask me the other day, they're like, oh my gosh, how do you get up every day and look like that? Like every single day you post a picture of yourself all made up. I went, girl, (laughs) (laughs) I do that once a month and have content. So those of you who do do not know, the picture that's posted this this morning, was a podcast, but the picture that was posted yesterday was taken... Month or so ago, you know what the rule is on that sometimes, right? Yeah,
1: well, I mean, sometimes you're in the moment. In the moment, sometimes you can do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But nine times out of ten, and it's a good rule that I learned early on: maximize good hair and makeup days on your shoot day. So good hair, good makeup while you shoot. Shoot as much content as you can while you have Audrey or a photographer, and then roll that out as needed. I learned that lesson early on, uh, in year one. (laughs) I I was at, I didn't think anybody was following my blog. I really, I wasn't paying attention to subscribers. Is anyone listening? Is anyone listening to this? I I mean, just like putting things out there and I wasn't paying attention to my subscribers. It's before I really knew anything. Again, back in the ignorance is bliss before I was tracking numbers and looking at Google analytics and looking at my MailChimp numbers and all that. And so of course I'm just, you know, going along, publishing that blog post every day, which by the way you schedule, you don't get up and write. I think that was another thing. And of course I was learning to to maximize the pictures and roll out whatever I was talking about that day. Uh, my eye-opening moment came from, I was at the grocery store, like at Central Market just gr- that morning at 10 a.m. and probably something similar with what I have on today, or maybe shorts and a t-shirt, I don't know. Right? Maybe a ponytail. And someone stopped me and said, hey, Tanya. And I said, hey. And it was oh, like a, somebody I knew from PTA in the day. And they were like, I so, wait, no, the first thing she said was, hey, Tanya. I said, hi. She goes, that's not what you had on this morning. I know. And I said, I Wait, I mean, for a minute, I was like, it was, did I change clothes? What is she, did she right. see me this morning? Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. I thought I just put this, I mean, literally it took me so, I was caught so off guard. I didn't even put together what she was talking about because my newsletter publishes at 6am and pushes at 9am. It is written as if we're having coffee. Mm-hmm. That was the way mm-hmm. I always did it. No, still have a And so, you know, at 10am, she's read it. And she's noticed that I was shot in a beautiful dress, yet I look like a slob kebab at Central Market. And I said, oh, 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 you're talking about the blog. Yeah. I said, I, that was not this morning. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. I know. But it it took me back. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, wow, they're, they're, they're they actually believe that. Exactly. Okay, good. Yay. (laughs) Guess I better look like this every day. Guess I better get it together. (laughs) The weirdest thing that happened to me, you want a weird story? One time I was talking about a brightening toothpaste on the blog. It really does work because it's kind of, uh, I mean, all toothpaste works, right? But it was a brightening toothpaste that kind of really helped your teeth look brighter. And Pete and I were at Kuby's for breakfast on a weekend. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I had a follower <laughs> stop me and say, can I see how bright your teeth got?
0: Like, yeah. I, yeah. like yeah. hi, Absolutely. I'm
1: here in person. Can I see your teeth? Yes. And I thought that was weird. Is that that really was nice. a little invasive.
0: Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I've had a couple of those instances. Yeah. It just. Like, look in my uh, uh, grocery cart. Do you oh, really Wow. I'm, I'm serious. I did oh. not know this woman. And uh, she came and she goes, I'm going to see what's in your cart for real. I'm like, oh dear. You didn't have any hostess ding dongs on there? <laughs> I and grapes, and twinkies. <laughs> <laughs> And my frozen grape, my grapes to freeze, <laughs> of course, and too much wine, oh, of course. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, okay. I know,
1: which, what do you find though? You give me some info. I mean, like, have you found that? Have you encountered that? Where, well, of course, the grocery cart thing that's mm-hmm. you know, same, they know you're healthy, they know you're mm-hmm. a chef, they know you cook, and then right. they're like, well, what is she buying, right? Um, that could be a series for you the grocery, grocery
0: cart haul, yes, grocery haul. what's grocery in my cart? I know, well, oh, in- I'm dreaming it up. Here we go. Uh, please help me. All, we <laughs> take all we can get. You know, um, the str- the strangest thing in, that's happened to me being an influencer is when we go to, we have a home at Las Ventanas in mm-hmm. Cabo. And um, we were doing a photo shoot there. I was running around and I had a total stranger come up to me and said, Hi, Tiffany, how are you doing? Is Greg here with you and Kennedy? And I just looked at her like, I really did. I just was like, what? Who right. is this kind of? You kind of have a deer in a headlight look for a minute. I mean, I do too. I know. She said, oh my gosh, I follow you. I love you. And I, when I go there, I get several followers from that community. Sure. And I have, and you meet people, of course. So Los Ventanas pushes out my content. And so I just, and it happens when I go there. It it happens every single time. So that being out of Fort Worth or Austin or the DFW area, that took me back for a minute. Was I flattered? Once I found, it? I went, yes, okay. <laughs> but it was it was it's a startling. little startling at first. It's a little startling, yeah. And yeah.
1: you, uh, you know, I think what followers forget is they all know you, you don't know them. Um,
0: I don't. Mm-mm. Right? But
1: that's interesting. Yeah. 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 But in their mind, they're like, surely she knows who I am. I know everything about her. No,
0: I know, I know. And there's some that contact me every day and so know, sweet. They do. I mean it, it it means the world to me. I mean those of you that do reach out and you do talk about the podcast and you do give us feedback and I mean and and there it, it it's a lot of positive, minute negative, but you know, mm-hmm. we're human too. We right. are human yeah, definitely. Absolutely. So, okay, so going back to your original brand what was what was the caveat that changed you to Tanya Foster blog so about a year it was definitely the year 2014 um
1: i started i'm very proactive about like getting bloggers together and doing things right i didn't know that like the <laughs> This is how ignorant I was. Ignorance is bliss in the beginning, Tiffany. I thought, you know, when you see like three or four bloggers and they're at a spa together enjoying during a spa day, mm-hmm. that was the spa reaching out to them and having them come in for a, for a complimentary service. And could you please post about us? Okay. Even back in the day, I didn't understand that. I would get the bloggers together and reach out to the spa and say, I want to bring these three bloggers with me. We'll take a picture at your spa. Could we all please have a facial? But I mean, truly I could be an agent. I've got that mindset. You do have that I loved, mindset. New, new, I mean, I love the business of it and negotiating brand deals. <laughs> like my favorite thing. Most bloggers don't like to do that, but no. I just, I'm like the business side of it. And so I was doing that and getting people together and, do, and of course the spa was like, of course you're to mm-hmm. put. you know, they're not dumb. And, um, I was doing a lot of that in the beginning cause I didn't understand how it worked. I just mm-hmm. thought, well, this, this must be how you do it. And, um, I was doing a lot of, this is going somewhere. I lost my train of thought. Anyway, I was doing a lot of that. And I, Mark Lee has been my website guy the entire time. In fact, he designed the website for us at the Dallas international film festival. Then I had an actor site that he designed for me when I was doing a lot of acting work and, um, I'm still with the Campbell agency for that. But then I, you know, when I got to be a blogger, I said, Mark, I'm going to be a blogger. I need a blogger site. And he designed that for me, film, and does all the back end work. And about six months to nine months. And somehow I would meet with him a lot. Again, I would hand him all those notes wow. and be like, she said something about SEO. I don't know what that <laughs> is. Can we fix that? And right. he's like, of course we can. Um, he said, you know, Tanya, Oh, at one point, Lindsay said, Lindsay Eaton said, you need to look at your Google analytics. I wrote down Google analytics, had no idea what she was talking about. (laughs) I'm in a meeting with him. He's like, okay, here's how we look at that. And he sets it up for me. He's like, oh, actually your page views and all this is doing really, really well. But he said, let's, she said to see what people search. She gave me all these things to look at like, are they onboarding through social media? How are you acquiring things that never occurred to me? I was like, I don't know. I don't even know what you're saying to me. What is this onboarding you speak of? Mm -hmm. Um, I have a meeting with him. He's showing me all this on Google analytics and he's like, Oh my gosh, your number one search is Tanya Foster's blog. (gasps) And that was... I was killing myself trying to be cute with Film Fashion Fun. Sure. Film Fashion Fun. Mm -hmm. And I will say, a lot of people still have a kitschy name. They Mm -hmm. really do. They do. But you will see a lot of people have switched to their own name. And that is why. Because if that's what they're Googling, they're not Googling what is Film Fashion Fun. No. Because they couldn't remember it. And they, honestly, I had coffee with Merritt Beck, another great blogger, another OG. And she said to me in the coffee meeting... I, why is it called Film Fashion Fun? I don't understand what that means. Right. What does that mean? And so I kept thinking, if I have to keep defining this, mm-hmm. what is the point? Right. One person asked me if I was the set dresser on set. What? Like the, like the wardrobe person. Film Fashion Fun? Fair enough. Fair enough. I mm-hmm. mean, I'm kind of calling it that. Right. So... You know, I think that the learning lesson there was, so then we rebranded immediately. I was like, yeah. well, let's just call it tanyafoster.com. And Tanya Foster was taken on social media by another girl named Tanya Foster. It spells it with an A. So I just was like, I'm a blogger. I'll call mm-hmm. it Tanya Foster blog. That was available everywhere. He told me to do that. He's like, go grab your name everywhere. So you're not different things on different platforms. Right. And we did. And um, I just left it. But um, I, um, he, we flipped it to Tanya foster.com and um i quit trying to kill myself trying to say hi i'm tanya with fun fashion fun
0: i know know, a lot a lot yeah yeah when we first started i i was like what i name it what do i name it hey what i name it and there was a, a young man that was helping me and um he's like how about your name <laughs> and he's, he's a marketing, ding, ding, like ding, a marketing ding. guy. I mean, he <laughs> was just like, no, that's, we can't. Everybody has a f- a fun, catchy name. And mm-hmm. he's like, no, mm-hmm. Tiffany Blackman, of course, is taken. It's Tiffany C. Blackman. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it,
1: that it's real. Thankfully, he said
0: that out loud. I know. Right. I know. So you then, saved yourself.
1: You would have rebranded, I promise food, you. Food, fit, fitness yeah. chef, whatever. Yeah. I yeah no. And
0: then it's just a tongue twister. And then people are like, what? Yep. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Okay. So our demographics, um, I see your demographics on your. Media page here, mm-hmm. and your demographics. It looks like the largest percent is twenty two percent at, at twenty five to thirty four year old females. Correct? I know I can't help who follows me. I know <laughs> it's interesting. So, so mine, and I think it's because I my daughter does a lot with me. Mm-hmm. Um, eighteen to to 40 is that on your blog or your social media or combined or combined combined wow combined and um which is so interesting mostly women um which is how my question is you know what i wear and where i purchase my personal clothes Mm -hmm. is different from where the typical 18 year old would purchase so we've we're doing a shift starting in uh in, in September, we're having to do a little more $100 and less mm-hmm. because these girls are like, oh my goodness, where did you get those pants? Well, they're Ralph Lauren. And, mm-hmm. and so we did this, you know, the splurge versus steel, that whole thing. Or the, the, and it, so it's just been interesting. How do you, how do you, you're, you're, you're like to know it. How do you try, how do you hit all the, the demographics? I think
1: what we do is I 100% dress in what I wear, whether it's high or low or both. I like to combine, yes. quite frankly. Um, Laura, my assistant, who's amazing, if I have something very high end on, she knows to find something very similar and a lower price point. And go finds ahead and add. Yeah, she finds it. Um, and so she will have that in my like to know it post. Like, you know, she's wearing the $400 jeans, but here's a pair for. 145, whatever. Right. whatever I'm making this up. Right. Um, so we've learned to hit both at the same time. We do. Um, I think Friday is it this Friday that we've taken a blouse and we show it how to wear high and low. Very expensive white blouse. Very economical white blouse, and how that you can sell that both ways. We do that in a collage post mm-hmm. because I may not necessarily own that blouse, or I'm, I'm not going to run out and go shoot it real quick. Right. We've learned to cover a lot of that with collages mm-hmm. or add a product in addition to what you have on.
0: Right. Does
1: that help? Right. Yes. And okay. does, does Laura do your collage? She does. She does. She know. She's my creative. She's your creative I let her person. run and go. I've learned a long time ago, if you surround yourself by good
0: people, just let them, let them do their thing. You know, my husband says it every time. He says, surround yourself with people smarter than yourself mm-hmm. in that area. Stay in your lane. And I'm trying to stay in my lane. And it's interesting because people are like, you don't do your own brand um, negotiating. That everyone in this, in the, in, in the studio and Audrey will say, do not let her talk to anyone because she." I give it away. I'm like, yeah, I mean, of course I'll give you a blog. Of course I'll give you a blog post. Oh, Tiffany, you're so I kind. I know. <laughs> Too, and so they're like, no, 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 no. we recently, and Kiana's looking at me and she, recently they're like, nope, let's not let her. Let's.
1: Do l- you know how I learned that lesson? How yeah. did you learn First that? First year, Juliet Coulter, another brilliant PR person. See, what I do is I go... And seek people who know more than I do, take them to coffee or lunch, pick their brain and come away with a ton of knowledge. It's always on the upside for me. Mm-hmm. And and she's a good friend. We were in Junior League of Dallas together. Great PR. She and her husband both do PR. And I was actually saying, you know, I think I was having coffee with her and I said, I just don't know how to, I, I don't know how to price this. I don't know how to ask for money. She goes, well, it's going to be a crapshoot at first. And guess what? They're not going to pay you unless you ask them to. Mm-hmm and i was like well there's some truth in that that's true if you don't ask <laughs> and for it. i just i think maybe i want to say the first thing i got paid for was maybe 250 mm-hmm. and i thought i had arrived oh when someone paid me 250 dollars <laughs> well let me back it up i first thought i arrived when people started sending me product when i when a brand i love sent me a lipstick i thought i have made it I've gotten a lipstick from a brand I love. Mm -hmm. I have arrived. This is a magical experience. It's a real feeling, people. Not making any money at all. Spending a ton of money to keep all this going. And I got a lipstick. This is it. Cha-ching. (laughs) Cha-ching. I am so lucky. Yes. Wow. Then had that coffee meeting with Juliet. She's like, you're going to have to just ballpark it. Cause she wasn't, she didn't know anything about right. blogging truthfully. And so I think I just ballparked it to 250, crossed my fingers and hope they said yes. And they did. They Hold probably you. would have paid me like, you know, $1,500 <laughs> or something. They're like, this girl doesn't know what she's doing. Okay. But until Sold. I asked for the money, Tiffany, I did not get paid. It was asking for the money. Mm -hmm.
0: And then I just started asking for the money all the time. (laughs) Right. You know, uh, I've laughed with with people that are on my team. And I said, why am I the only one not getting paid? (laughs) You're all getting paid. But, you know, it's just a process. It's a process. And it does come full circle. And then it just takes off. And then it became a huge business. Mm -hmm. So truly, it went from hobby to six-figure job. And so what I'm hearing from you is... Influencers support each other,
1: one hundred percent. I mean, I will say there's, you know, there's always clicks in every crowd. There's always people that want to, you right. know. Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm saying it's, it, is what it, it is. is what it is. It is what it is, and I'm not gonna. That, you just can't focus on the negative? No. You have to listen. Influencing and blogging is the same thing as if you had a full-time job at XYZ company and you had, you know, you'd have issues with coworkers. Mm -hmm. There'd be days you'd go to work and be like, I don't want to be here. Mm -mm. I don't want to do this project. I don't want my manager micromanaging me and telling me what to do. I am grateful every single day. Um, Lauren and I did an IG Live the other day where we answered our uh, followers' questions and then turned into IGTV. I have thought of this this way. First of all, I work for myself. So it's, I get to do what I want to do. I'm getting paid to be me. Mm -hmm. How awesome is that? Right. Thirdly, if you come from a place of gratitude, I have a grateful heart about this. Everything I get, I'm still astounded that anybody would pay me a huge amount of money to talk about anything Mm -hmm. constantly all the time. Like me, I almost like turn around. I'm like, are you talking to me? Like it astounds me. So every single day, um, if you come from a place of gratitude, the rest will work itself out. It's when you get in the mindset of, why didn't I get picked? Mm-hmm. You know, when you start oh, yeah. inverting it, you yeah. know, if you, and I, and Lindsay taught me early on, she's like, if you're in this to make money, you're in it for the wrong reason. Right. Well, back in 2014, she was right. Cause I wasn't making any money, but it became Mm-hmm. And now it's, it's a full-time, it's run like a full-time business.
0: It is a full-time business. It that's is what it is. And, and, and I, you know, I've had people, Greg retired, sold his company in 2019. And so Greg retiring. And when Kennedy, I did just like your, your son, when PJ left, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not done. Yeah. I'm just not done. What's, I'm not done. What's next act? Yeah. What's the next act? What is my next chapter? And that's, it took me a minute and I decided to do this. And it is, I'm telling you. One at two year mark or three year mark, I don't know where we are. It is a full time job. It is one thousand percent. It's more than a full time job, mm-hmm. and it's it's a twenty four seven. You know, and I've watched yours. I I stole your good night because good. I have to because Do. I have to go. It's it's uh it's it's perfect. It's just like I'm checking out now. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's mm-hmm. but it but it's but it's it it is um by far. The I work. I am a hard worker. I worked for great companies and corporations my entire career, but I've never worked harder in my life. I would I partially don't understand what I'm doing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but don't you think that the not understanding what you're doing, and it being such a quick evolving industry mm. keeps you on your toes and keeps you fresh? One of the things I love about this industry is no two days are alike. No. And I love that. Mm -hmm. Um, I also love that the young people really know what to do and I can learn from them quickly. So my, Mm -hmm. uh, my assistant is 29 and she really knows what's going on. And I'm just like, yes, we'd let's do, do that.
0: I, you trust her. 100%.
1: I totally trust her. 100%. I mean, she's also my house sitter. She also loves my animals. I mean, working for me is almost being a part of the family. Right. I mean, we office from my home. She mm-hmm. has her own office in my home. Um, it's 100% trust. I mean, I have them sign an NDA, mm-hmm. um, all that. So, um, yeah. I just, you, you, it's, it's like your husband, Greg says, surround yourself with people smarter than you that mm-hmm. know what they're doing and let them do what they do. Yes. And it will all work itself out. Mm-hmm. And then if you are, you know, um, and I will say this, I've never worked harder in my life, but I've never enjoyed mm-hmm. what I do as much as I do this. So fun. It's such a rewarding, fulfilling job. Um, there's nothing else in life I've done that has brought me this much joy and
0: fulfillment. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I feel that way, especially, you know, the different spokes of the wheel that, that we all have in, in this business. I adore podcasting. I've done television, radio for years and I just love it. I just, eat it up. And you know, there was a time like, Oh, is it too expensive? Should we, should I have a question about that? How did you decide to start a podcast? So actually, um, so I started the blog and Paul, my producer is a personal friend of mine. He had Nexum created and Paul, sat me down one day and he says, I think you need to, to bring your blog to life. I think you need to talk about it because you are television, you're, you know, television, radio. I think that's what you need to do. And of course, you know, the cost, you know, you're just going back and forth and back and forth. And we tried it and we tried it the January of 2020 was our first one and, um, COVID hit. And I said, we will never, ever miss a Tuesday. We're not missing a Tuesday. I love that. We've never missed a Tuesday. Paul and I had a conversation. Did we have to be in separate studios? Did we have, we were shut down. He had a press pass. We never missed a Tuesday. Now I was by myself in here talking about Crap people don't want to hear or they do. Hear. No, obviously they did want to hear You know, it. They you know do.
1: again, it goes back to consistency. Tiffany. This is why the podcast, I mean, your blog, your Instagram and all mm-hmm. of it's great, mm-hmm. but you were consistent. Consistent. And you leaned in. Yes. I'm like, we
0: are not missing. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. And we didn't. And it was, is anyone listening? Because mm-hmm. people listen on the way to work and right. when they're jogging. Um, but we did. And our analytics are fabulous. But, um, but yes, I do love, love, love that. And I've, you know, I, my team is like, should you stop doing that? Cause it's very expensive. But, and we do it in studio. We don't, I don't do it at home. Um, I do it in studio right. and we, we do it. It's professional. Yes. There, there you go. I, I, know, to right I feel there.
1: like I'm on the radio.
0: <laughs> Walk in the studio. Paul has a beautiful studio and we weren't always here, but, um, but yeah, you know, it's just leaning in. I love that word leaning in for sure. It's so funny. You were saying about getting things. We came back from a wedding weekend this week. <laughs> Greg called me and, in the words of, my, of Greg Blackman, walked in into our laundry room and he said, it Looks like a damn Amazon fulfillment center in this house. Girl, you got to come on." I'm
1: like, ever, That's yes. hilarious. I love that. I'm going to have to remember that Greg said that. It looks like a damn Amazon
0: fulfillment house. Yeah. I, I mean, can we get you of I here? Mean, should I start opening? I went, No, you can't open it because, you know, I have to unveil it or unbox right. it. You know, yeah. he's, he's learning. Just like Pete. Yes. Your husband. I've had to train him,
1: Tiffany. You did. I'm like, you listen. Work with me here. Um, I cannot dive into the food. We have to take a picture first. Is he re- is he retired? No, he's still running a company. Ooh. Yeah, no, he. I don't let him retire. Okay, no, 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 no. Mm-mm. I was like, you must go somewhere every day. Well, Bye-bye. he
0: takes fabulous
1: pictures. He's the travel photographer. Mm-hmm. So he's usually the plus one <laughs> and he, his job is to take great pictures. And then, you know, he dropped his phone in the ocean when we're in the Bahamas. And, oh. uh, that was fun. So then when we're done to one phone, I'm like, you can't even do your job correctly. <laughs> so, No, all kidding aside. He's an amazing travel photographer. Yes. What you see, 90% of what you see is what Audrey shot. But if I'm on location at a, he does a really good job. I mean, he used to schlep the huge camera and all the lenses with us. And then, you know, as the iPhone has gotten better and Uh, better, I mean, the iPhone is really a camera with, by the way, you can talk on it. Exactly. Yeah. So that's become easier. And make a phone call. I mean, it's, email, you know, oh, whatever. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. you can text, can you can do you believe? All of, but it's really a camera with other things. <laughs> I mean, truthfully, and with also so much of my work being Instagram stories, mm-hmm. I can't do that with a still camera. No. So no. we just wind up using, and right. I, there's so many great editing apps now that you can make anything look That's
0: good. Right. Well, I cannot tell you how much I appreciate you being here because I've admired you for years back when I was eating frozen grapes on the sidelines and at SMU and I am so proud of your success. You are an inspiration to so many followers, but especially people like myself that are getting going and pick your brain. And and I'm going to learn from that. You know, I think nobody wants to listen to me, ask questions, but they do. Everyone wants to listen to you. You have great followers and you're an
1: inspiration to me. Yeah. Back from the grape days. I mean, y'all, I want to paint a picture for y'all of what that really looked like. We were like in some, probably in a red leotard, Mm -hmm. maybe with some... Lipstick. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Big permed hair, hair yeah. pulled back, of course, maybe a bow on her hair too. And uh, probably some flesh colored tights, because it was always leotards and tights, and white leg warmers mm-hmm. with some probably high top keds, no, mm-hmm. high top Reeboks. Yes. And, um, you know, let's see, what else? She with her frozen grapes, me with a hostess ding dong, and uh, it's a hundred degrees outside. And by the way, full makeup.
0: Full. Makeup. Never went to go teach dance without full makeup full on. Full makeup. Full makeup. Everyone. Early mornings. Dressed identically. By the way,
1: always because we were in staff uniform. Yes. So, hence the red leotard and the flesh color tights yeah. and the white mm-hmm. li- white leg warmers. That's right. Yep. Very little leeway on what you could wear. It was very organized. Joyce Pennington,
0: you must listen to this. Yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> Joyce, are you listening to our early days of? But she did shape me. I will tell you that aside. She's, an, I mean, still an oh. amazing mentor to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, what an incredible woman! Incredible right, woman. Um, love her. But that's how we met. That's
0: I we have her to thank. That's right. Thank, thank you, you Joyce. Joyce. Okay, how can everyone find you? Uh, Tanya
1: Foster blog T A N Y A. On all social media. And then tanyafoster.com is the blog. And like I said, follow me on Instagram and follow along for the real Tanya on IG stories. And if you don't see me talking to camera, please send help.
0: All right. Yeah. (laughs) I've been kidnapped. She's something's wrong. She's gone, people. Well, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Please rate and review this podcast on Apple, Spotify, all those platforms, because we're trying to get up in that podcast world and and uh, let us know what you want to hear. And follow me at Tiffany C. Blackman on all platforms. And everyone, have a wonderful day. And guess what? Keep being fabulous.